Welcome to The Common Rounds. Medical education for medical students by medical students. Hi, this is Bill, and today we're going to talk about the cardiac cycle. Now, there are two basic phases to the cardiac cycle, um, systole and diastole. So systole is the period of ventricular contraction, and it's where the ventricles eject blood into the aorta and the pulmonary vessels. Um, so what this means is that the aortic and pulmonary valves are both open, but the mitral and tricuspid valves are closed, and this allows for unidirectional flow of the blood. During this time um, of systole, blood is still flowing into the atria from the superior vena cava, inferior vena cava, and coronary sinus. Diastole is the period of ventricular relaxation, and this is where the atria contract to fill the relaxed ventricles with blood. So the aortic and pulmonary valves are closed to stop blood flowing out um, when it shouldn't be, and the mitral and tricuspid valves are open. So part of this is a passive process, where it, whereby at the start of diastole, there'll be no atrial contraction, but blood will just passively flow from the atria into the ventricles. But towards the end of this ventricular, uh, sorry, of this diastolic period, the atrial muscle fibers or the pectinate muscle will contract and this will just expel the tiny or the last bit of blood from the atria into the ventricles. Within the cardiac cycle, I like to break this down into seven different phases, just phase one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So phase one is, I like to call atrial contraction, and this coincides with the P wave of an ECG and the A wave of jugular venous pressure. Now, the ECG stuff will come um, in, in, in subsequent podcasts, so don't worry too much about that for now. So atrial contraction, or phase one, occurs as a part of diastole, where the ventricles are relaxed, um, and this allows for filling of the ventricles. The AV valves are open, so the mitral and tricuspid valves are open, but the aortic and pulmonary valves are closed. And in this phase, blood flows freely into the ventricles until the atria contract, um, and when the atria contract, we have a rapid ventricular filling for about the final 10% of uh, blood flowing into the ventricles while at rest. So the reason the blood flows from the atria to the ventricles is because of the pressure difference. So when there's lots of blood in the atria, the pressure in the atria is actually higher than an empty ventricle. And as we know, things flow, flow from uh, higher pressure to lower pressure. Pathologically, a fourth heart sound can be heard in this phase and it denotes a stiff ventricular wall when the atria contracts and propels blood into the ventricle. This can be pathological, um, so found in ventricular hypertrophy, or it can be found in otherwise healthy older people. Phase two is the isovolumetric contraction phase, and this coincides with the QRS complex on an ECG and also the C point of a JVP. The isovolumetric contraction phase um, is called isovolumetric because all of the valves are closed and the blood can't actually go anywhere while the ventricles contract. What this does is just causes the pressure in the ventricles to peak. And once this pressure reaches a threshold whereby it's greater than the pressure in the aorta or the pulmonary vessels, the blood can flow out, which is what happens in phase three. So still talking about phase two, the heart sound that we can hear here is S1. And S1 is denoting the, a backflow of blood into the mitral and tricuspid valves. So they're sort of snapping shut um, just to prevent any blood from flowing back into the atria. Typically, the mitral valve closes about 0.04 seconds before the tricuspid, but this can change in pathologies, like any, anything that could happen to the left bundle branch system or the right bundle branch system. 
Phase three is the rapid ejection phase, and this is where the aortic and semilunar valves open once the pressure buildup from the isovolumetric contraction exceeds the pressure in the aorta and the pulmonary artery. So there are no heart sounds that are usually found here, but valvular disorders and intercardiac shunts can be heard here. What do we mean by intercardiac shunts? Well, these are things like an atrial septal defect or a patent foramen ovale, um, or even a ventricular septal defect. Throughout phase three, um, both left ventricular and aortic pressures begin to peak. Phase four is when reduced ventricular ejection occurs. So this coincides with about 200 milliseconds after the QRS complex um, and shows as the T wave. So the T wave signifies ventricular repolarization. And what happens here is the ventricles are completely repolarized. Um, so the contractile force and pressure generation is substantially lower than in phase three. The pressure in the ventricles falls below the aortic and pulmonary pressures, but the blood still moves through the aortic and pulmonary valves due to the inertia of the blood. The aortic and pulmonary valves open, are open, but the tricuspid and mitral valves remain closed, and again, this is just to allow for unidirectional flow of blood. Left atrial and right atrial pressures gradually do gradually rise, um, and this is due to the venous return from both the lung and the systemic circulation. Phase five is a period of isovolumetric relaxation, and again, this is where all valves are closed because it's isovolumetric, so the volume is not changing. The semilunar valves close when the pressure at the end of phase four becomes too low, and we see this as the V-wave on jugular venous pressure, or JVP. Valve closure is associated with a small backflow of blood into the, into the ventricles and a characteristic diacrotic notch in the aortic and pulmonary pressure curve. So what this looks like is just a bit of a saddle um, in the pressure curve. At the end of phase five, the atrial pressure reaches a peak um, and the ventricular pressure is much lower. And this leads us to phase six, which is a rapid ventricular filling phase. Throughout this phase, the mitral and tricuspid valves begin to open once the ventricular pressure falls below the atrial pressures. And this causes a drop in the atrial pressures um, just because blood is flowing from the atria down into the ventricles. Just before we see this drop in atrial pressure, um, we'll find the peak pressure of the left atrium. Um, and this occurs right before the mitral valve opens, and we see this as the V-wave on JVP. Phase six uh, allows for rapid and passive filling of the ventricles with blood. So there's actually no contractile work on behalf of the atria here. It's purely just the blood flowing um, into the, from the atria into the ventricles because in the atria, it's a relatively higher pressure system than in the ventricles, just at this phase of the cardiac cycle. During phase six, we can hear S3, which is a pathological heart sound um, in adults, but it's normal in kids. And this denotes tensing of the chordae tendineae and can be found in ventricular dilation. And following on from phase six, we have phase seven, which is a slow ventricular filling phase. And this is where the mitral and tricuspid valves open and the ventricles become less compliant as they um, fill with blood. The rate of filling um, falls from phase six, which is rapid, to slow, which is uh, to yeah slow ventricular filling, which is phase seven, due to the pressure difference between the atria and ventricles becoming quite similar. The ventricle is about 85 to 90 percent filled in this phase, and then the last 10 to 15 percent of blood comes from phase zero, uh, phase one, which is the atrial contraction. The aortic and pulmonary artery pressure or pressures keep falling as well because there's no blood in either of them. And that's a basic overview 
of the cardiac cycle. Um, stay tuned for the next episode. today was put together by our executive producer Gautam and our core editor Cindy. For notes, elective experiences and much more study resources, visit our website on thecommonrounds.wordpress.com or visit us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. If you like our episodes, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It means a lot to us. You've been listening to The Common Rounds. I'm Hamid. And I'm Andy. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.